This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, August 7th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are we doing? Dylan, doing all right. Yeah? Had a pretty okay weekend? I think so. How about yourself? That's good. I'm doing good. Doing good. I didn't melt. Was worried it might melt. I'm still worried it. about you technically, but it's cooled off a little bit. I will survive this. I think we're okay. But it was darn hot there for a while, for sure. Matt, we are recording on Sunday evening, so we haven't seen what Hyunjin Ryu did yet. But I had Adam Conley not do well. I, I fell victim to the gambler's fallacy or however you want to look at it. That went not great. <laughs> three runs and five and a third. I think it was four runs, three earned. It wasn't like catastrophe, but it wasn't good. You had Jarrell Cotton do not much. Also no, three runs and five innings. Yeah. Guy. yeah. I had we had Tyler Skaggs. And it didn't do much either. Went four no. innings, three runs. Yeah. That kind of stunk. Yeah. yeah. Stunk. Derek Fisher had did not much. I don't know. The big thing we had this weekend is you had Eddie Rosario hit a home run on Sunday. That I worked. was proud. And uh, Maxi Kepler also went deep. I was proud of both of those. Yeah. So that uh, that was good. That's basically the highlight from our weekend for our picks. So for our picks, yeah. yes. Okay. So yeah, you got anything before we get into uh, picks for this week? I don't really have anything. I I spent a lot of time. I watched a lot of Brewers baseball this weekend. Uh, th- these were like you know fun games to watch, like really close, really tight. Like uh-huh. you know what, you know seeing, seeing the you know the Brewers you know do well. You know Zach Davies continue to succeed in the road. I don't know what's going on there. It was a cool weekend series with Tampa Bay. It's also Tampa Bay, so you don't usually see the the Rays and the and the Brewers playing each other. Uh-huh. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So. The Brewers have regressed, but they are by no means out of it or done. They're no, no, still they're, pretty interesting. Like what? Yeah. Like a game and a half back? Not even. Yeah. It's a real race. It'll be fun. Yeah, so. yeah, it should be. All right. So we're going to look at Monday, the 7th, to start through Thursday. Um, Matt, Monday, there's all of seven games. This is kind of tricky, I felt yeah. like. It, I feel like there's maybe an obvious pick here, but it's kind of tough pickings. Uh, I was talking to you before the show. I wrote down Robert Stevenson, not as an option really, but he's starting for the Reds against the Padres. He raised almost seven. I believe he's on the DL. So at the time of us recording it, he's like, I think he hit the DL on Sunday. Not really pick. And I don't know who's going to start for the Reds, uh, but I'm pretty sure you won't want a part of it, no matter who it is, right? No. He's, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about on the other side, our boy Yuli Shasin? going to Cincinnati. No way, right? No way. No. People are going to look at his ERA that's 399 and be like, oh yeah, maybe. And yeah, away it's a 735. Don't go near that there. No, that's bad. How about your boy Trevor Williams you picked last time and he gets the Tigers? Again, he's probably one of the most mediocre starters in the league. He's not quite Ian Kennedy level yet, but he's, he's, (laughs) he he may be like the, you know, the, the evolutionary, you know, Ian Kennedy. Yeah, and getting the Tigers is not a good enough matchup, even though they won't have the DH, whatever. That's not weak enough to take Trevor Williams, I think. I only had two more names on my list. One is J.C. Ramirez getting the Orioles. You don't care really, right? No, hard pass. I don't know. Too many lefties in that lineup. No, thank you. Yeah. The only interesting thing here is Brent Suter going to Minnesota, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he allowed five runs last time when I took him against the Cardinals, but I'm not that worried about the Twins, you know, especially if Sano is hurt, then that's like the scariest righty there. Oh, I think Brent yeah. Suter's fine. I'm not excited about it. I but... think it's actually a good matchup for him. You know, they don't have any, any righties who can really hurt him other than Sano, and mm-hmm. it's they've got a ton of lefties in that lineup, and he's actually been quality against left-handers, so I'm really not that yeah. worried for Brent Suter. I like this form a lot, actually. I'm not worried about him. I'm just not as excited as you are. 
but I, I'm I'm okay with it. I don't think it's crazy. I wish there were more exciting picks to go with, but mm. I don't know if there is. Uh, anybody else here worth a mention? You didn't no. think about Ian Kennedy against the Cardinals, I assume. No. no. Okay, so how about hitters, Matt? On the seven games late, where would you go for hitters? Okay, starting my D pick. Mm-hmm. We've got Chris O'Grady going to Washington to face the Nationals. Yeah. He is, in fact, left-handed. I want righties. Yep. The Nationals are weird. All their big bats are lefties, and the righty and the righties are kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. Best I can do here is uh, go with Matt Weeters. Okay, I can see that. So you're doing that, but I mean, my C pick is Howie Kendrick. So well, if you I... hadn't just used Howie Kendrick, you'd be all about it, I assume. Yes, right? I, I would. Yes, but yeah. Jerk. So well, I'm just saying, like the recommendation of Howie Kendrick is still there, but you like Matt Weeters as well, and I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, this yeah. Year, you know, he's, he, in small sample size, 852 OPS against lefties, three three of his seven home runs, only seven oh eight home runs. I take that back. Mm-hmm. Well, eight home runs. He hit the grand slam today. Was that against the lefty or righty? I'm assuming he was against the righty. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but the point is he can handle Chris O'Grady though. Yes, he can, and yeah. he, you know he, he he comes from the right side of the you know the correct side of the plate against against O'Grady. That's where you want to be. Yep. Cool. My C pick. I'm gonna go with a a Cub against Matt Moore. Okay, you can see that. Why not? Matt Moore's splits are so goofy this year. I don't really trust him. He's got the weird lefty on lefty split where he's, he gets just obliterated by lefties. I'm not really, right. I'm not really trusting it. That's not the point. Is kind of he's been bad in general. I think so. yeah, he's been bad in general. And the only righty that I'm really interested in is actually a switch hitter. It's Jan Happ at 26 percent owned. Yeah, he continues to be a little bit under owned. I feel like for sure. I think so too. Yeah. He's typically done damage against right-handers, but he's also been competent in small sample against lefties. Yeah. I'm I'm really not that afraid. I think uh, Jan Hap versus Matt Moore is is, an, is a matchup I'd like to exploit. He'll be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. My B pick. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lefties against J.C. Ramirez, I'm going to toss Seth Smith in there as my B. Okay, I can see that. I don't have a problem with that at all. If you've listened to the show, we're we're big fans of Seth Smith, especially against a righty, especially yeah. against a righty who has, who has an obvious platoon split against lefties and J.C. Ramirez. Yeah. That's going to be just fine. It's, he's kind of boring it's a little bit, but there's no problem with that. That is a guy that'll be affordable and useful. And also, speaking of Julius Chassin, mm-hmm. I'm picking against him. You, if When he's on the road, you want to pick lefties against him. Now, yep. since they, they don't have a ton of left-handers in, in, on their roster, but they do have Jesse Winker. Okay, I can see that, yeah. And a super small sample. He's done a ton of damage against righties. Nine one seven OPS against righties and twenty nine at bats. Do with that what you will. Either way, he's getting Julius Chassin out of Petco. Yeah, that's kind of the thing there. Chassin yeah. Winker used to be like a pretty decent prospect that installed out a little bit in the high minors. He never got like bad. and just never quite got where the hype was. But definitely a talented hitter. So getting a guy like Chassin out of Petco, I could see that going just fine yeah, for sure. Too. So my C pick, maybe my D pick, whatever. I'm, I want to mention Howie Kendrick. He's 23% on to get to lefty. That's good. I'm, I'm putting him at the bottom of my list, but I like that. I wrote some guys down to get Robert Stevenson. I had some Padres there, and now it looks like he might not pitch. I think it might be like Lieselberto Bonilla or somebody stepped in there. I'm going to go ahead and pick a couple Padres, even though I don't know exactly who they're going to face, but I imagine it's going to be a mediocre righty. So my B and my C pick... I like Carlos Asuaje as the second baseman who's been on fire for him. Not a lot of power and not a lot of speed, so it's a little bit empty. 
but he has just been hitting over 300 high up in the lineup. He's been good. He's at 1% owned, so I like that. But if I want a little more thump, my B pick, Younger V. Salarte. It's only 15% owned. He crushes righties and doesn't really hit lefties. But he'll be just fine there, assuming he's getting a righty. So check your lineups. Check who the Reds are throwing out there. But I don't have a problem with Younger V. Salarte or Carlos Asuaje out of Petco. Uh, especially in Cincinnati. That'll be fine. Hmm. And it's the Reds' bullpen, too. Whatever starter they have, I don't expect to go long and a lot of meaty Reds' bullpen to get to. So uh, my A pick, I'm also picking on Matt Moore. I'm also using a righty, but the cheap one from the Cubs for me against lefties is Albert Almora, who also doesn't hit for a ton of power or speed, but he still crushes lefties. That's good production there. So I want the, uh, the outfielder off the bench, Almora, getting a lefty. I wish it weren't San Francisco, but I think it'll be fine. So, Okay, Matt, Tuesday, a full slate. I wrote five names down. I wasn't really in love with much here, but can figure something out. The Reds are starting Sal Romano. I know I said mediocre righties, whatever. Sal Romano is a little bit interesting. I, I keep trying to stick up for these Red starters a little bit, and you're not sold at all, and I understand that. But I'm not picking him against the Padres, but he has almost a strikeout in inning, and I don't think it would be a crazy, like, GPP thing to roll the dice there. But I assume you're not that interested. I'm not. You're not. I think you could do it in DFS. I'm not going to do it, though. How about Matt Garza going to Minnesota? Looked good last time. They actually have lefties who can hurt him, though. Here's his earned runs going back through his game log. He's back on again. One, two, one, zero, two, and then three, four, four. But over the last month or so, had a good July. Started uh, started August off well. I don't know. He has a three six eight ERA in the year. He's not exciting, but I would at least consider Matt Garza. Doesn't sound like that's your pick, though. So there's so many lefties in that Twins lineup. I'm just concerned. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I can see that. It's not a great matchup. It's not a scary one. It's a very whatever pick. How about Ariel Miranda going to Oakland? They don't hit lefties, but he has a five eight three ERA away from home. Are you? Thinking that might even out, or are you staying away from it? Actually, one of my offensive picks is against, is against him, yeah. so I should tell you what I think of Ariel Miranda on the road. Again, it's a weird like matchup of Oakland can't hit lefties, but he can't pitch away from home, so I could see it going badly for him. So I don't want it, but I'm, I'm at least moderately interested. I only had two more names, and I haven't decided yet who I want. I think I know who I'm going to go with, but... The one I'm not going to go with, German Marquez goes to Cleveland. Cleveland's kind of scary, but he has a 3.86 ERA on the road away from Coors, which is competent. I'd think about it, but I don't really like matching up against Cleveland, do you? No. They're relatively scary, so I, I would skip there. But I do like German Marquez. Mm. My pick's Parker Bridwell getting the Orioles, and I picked him last time out because he had an easy matchup against the Phillies, and then he allowed four runs, and that kind of stunk. But I'm going to believe in what he did the starts before that instead of just his last one. I'm going to try and believe in Parker Bridwell here a little bit against Baltimore. He gets Jeremy Hellickson in Baltimore, which is interesting. But mm. yeah, three two zero ERA in the air, one two four whip. It's fine. It's not exciting, and he's not, you know, racking up a ton of strikeouts or anything, but I think he's been competent enough that I'm going to try and take him here against Baltimore. Are you thinking about that at all, or did you pick somebody else? I picked somebody else. Okay. I didn't see much else I liked here. Matt, what are you thinking for <sighs> Tuesday? I'm, I'm thinking about uh, trotting Mark Leiter Jr. out there against the Braves. Yeah, I saw that too, and the thing about the Braves is a fine matchup. Mark Leiter Jr. just on Saturday threw four and a thirds innings and like out of relief. 
And he came in and he was awesome. It was four and a thirds in relief, struck out nine, walked none, was great. And so I hope that he still starts there. Uh, and then it would make him a little bit interesting. He's mostly been a bullpen guy. And if he pitches, well, oh, and that was in Coors, by the way. So if he can yeah. do anything like that in Atlanta, uh, make sure he still starts. But yeah, is that kind of what caught your eye? Yeah. And also, he doesn't really have a platoon split, so I don't. I'm not really, you know, they're. I'm, I'm kind of concerned about some some of the uh, the Atlanta lefties against him, but not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure he starts, you know, because he just threw basically most of a start the other day. But I could see him being fine with him, so uh, I don't have a problem with that. Anything else to get to you? You don't want Samathia going to Toronto. Don't want anything to do with Matt Boyd or Chad Cool. AJ Cole starts for the Nationals. Yeah, but I, that, I like that too, but he's been so mediocre at the major league level, it's not even funny. Yeah. So. He's never really put it together. So, no. yeah, uh, I'm going with Bridwell. You're going with Mark Leiter, but I don't really love either of them, so... How about hitters, Matt, for Tuesday? Who are you thinking at the plate? Okay. Uh, speaking of Ariel Miranda, I'm picking against him. Mm-hmm. He does have a slight platoon split against righties. He's a big platoon split on the road. I'm going to toss our guy Marcus Semien out there against him at 30% owned. I like that just fine. We've talked about a few times now how well he can do against lefties, and he hasn't yeah. been great so far this year, but there's a long track no. record of doing just fine. It's so. it's such a tiny sample size. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to really yeah. stress out about it just yet. Yep. And, you know, let him get a few more bats in there, and then I'll, I'll go consider it a trend. Yeah. You know, for his career, he's done damage against lefties. I don't see why he can't, you know, get to Ariel Miranda on the road. Yep. Plus, he often runs. So even if, you know, he's not crushing up the plate, there's always a chance he could steal your base. So. Accurate. Uh, next up, my B pick... Mm-hmm. The Astros come to Chicago to face the the, the Tank Sox. Yes, they do. And the Tank Sox are sending out Derek Holland. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be ugly. And I kind of struggled with finding a a, a right hander that that worked for our contest in in the Astros lineup. Emphasis on work, work for our yeah. contest. The Astros is one of those lineups where they're awesome and there's tons of good hitters, but they're all too popular. Yes. It's hard for us to pick them. Yeah. So, that being said, I'm, I'm going to roll Tyler White out there at 1% as my B pick. That is also my B pick. I'm totally there with you. I had the same thing looking at it and being like, who could he possibly? And right. Yeah, Tyler White it is. It's Tyler White, essentially, yeah. is the cheap guy in that lineup. He's the guy you want there, yeah. I also wrote Jake Marisnik, who's also 1% owned and starting more. In the past, he's mashed on lefties. This year, it's been more righties. Correct. He's been good against righties. I don't know what's going on exactly there, but Derek Holland's bad enough. I would at least consider Jake Marisnik as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then your A pick. My A pick, Kendall Graveman, is opposite Ariel Miranda in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I'm going to toss Jared Dyson out there, the lefty, against Kendall Graveman, the righty. I don't have a problem with that at all. That should be just fine, and maybe get some speed out of that. Basically, he's actually, he's got like five homers this year too, so it's not he's not like a nothing for power. That's one of the best examples I've seen of this conspiracy of the juice ball and everything. Super go, Gerard Dyson has five homers. What do you want? Like, what, what more? Look at Scooter Jeanette and Gerard Dyson, and tell me something's not going on. Is the halfway funny example people have been giving of what might be going on? Or at least a canary. You know, when I was younger, Willie Harris was was the guy that if he hit a home run, it like had to be a juice ball because he just. I, I love Willie Harris. He was fast. He was one of the fastest players I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. just no power whatsoever. Like, yeah, like no way. Yeah. Yeah, if if he ever got a hold of one, it was I'm I want him peeing in a cup the next day. Yeah. Okay. So I is my D pick. I want to mention Albert Almora. He gets another lefty in San Francisco. He gets tie block. I like that just as much of again as picking against Matt Moore. That's fine. 
So I like that again. My C pick, extra boring. David Freeze gets Matt Boyd. Anytime the Pirates get a bad lefty, I think David Freeze is in play. He's also not exciting, but he deserves some love and a mention because mm. he does uh, do well against lefties and will be in the middle of that lineup. So that's doable. My B pick, I wrote Tyler White and then Jake Marisnik. But again, we talked about that, getting a bad lefty. My A pick, I'm picking against Vance Worley, the Vanimal. I know. 5-3-1 ERA. Seven scoreless last time against the Nationals. Three strikeouts, no walks. That's pretty impressive. 15 ground balls, says this uh, this box score. And uh, this first win, he gets a rematch against the Nationals. I don't imagine that's going to happen again. I want Adam Lind at 2% owned. Been starting regularly. Gets a righty like Vance Worley. Mm. Should be fine, don't you think? I'm okay with it, yeah. I have no problem yeah. there. I mean, unless uh, unless Vance Worley does that again, but I don't think so. I think Adam Lind will be fine. Okay, Wednesday the 9th. Matt, I had a few more pitching options here. Your boy Jarrell Cotton gets the Mariners. Are you thinking about that at all? No. No, I'm not really either. Adam Conley, who just burned me on a matchup I liked, now goes to the Nationals, who I'm actually scared of. No way there, right? No, God, no, no. Unless you go with the theory of all the bad matchups, he'll do well, and all the good matchups, he'll do poorly. And I don't know. Bizarro picket, I don't, but no. no, I don't feel like Can't that. recommend that. How about your boy Asher Wojciechowski? Wojciechowski? I never have it. Wojciechowski. Wojciechowski. He gets the Padres. Or do you take him against the Padres? I would think about it, yeah. Yeah, just because it's the Padres, right? Also, I think he's averaging like a strikeout per inning. Yeah, he's not exciting, but he's definitely, in... when you compare him to a lot of the Reds pitchers, he's like, yeah, okay, he has more than a strikeout per inning this year, so there is a deep league possibility there. My boy Sean Newcomb gets the Phillies, I'm going to at least think about that, right, maybe? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm not that scared of the Phillies, they can hit lefties a little bit, but I like Sean Newcomb, it'll be okay. How about Jared Eikhoff on the other side of that going to Atlanta? He's not inspiring, but do you think he could maybe succeed against the Braves? Uh, too many lefties in that lineup now. Yeah. He's actually one of my favorite guys to pick against because he's so predictable. Mm-hmm. That split is real. Yes. I got two more names. Your boy Brandon Woodruff made his MLB debut and it went just fine. Oh, he was he was actually a lot of fun to watch. I, I'm yeah. I'm enjoying the Brandon Woodruff era. Yeah, and now he gets the Twins. Do you think about that at all? <sighs> I really want to watch this start, not just because he's opposite Bartolo Colon. Yes. But I wouldn't want to put this start in a DFS lineup. Yeah, just because not a lot of ceiling or because it could go bad or what? Not a lot of ceiling and also a ton of lefties in that in that Minnesota lineup. I, I would be concerned about that against the righty. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I could see that for sure. And then my name, I think I have to take Colin McHugh getting the tank socks. Can you blame me? No, because I'm picking him too. Yeah, not exciting. And is it belief in Colin McHugh, or is it just getting the White Sox? I'm starting to believe a little bit, but have you seen the offenses he's gone up against? <sighs> no, not specifically. I think it's it's like Detroit, Baltimore, and there's like one of the like real like like awful awful team he's pitched against, and just like Dom, I think it's like Oakland or something like that. Just like an awful awful team he's dominated. He faced Tampa Bay, went six there innings go. one run. Okay. He faced the Tigers went six innings one run, and then he went to Baltimore and went four and two thirds four runs. But his first start back. His most recent two have been decent. I don't know. I don't think those are pushover offenses. I he's doing fine. The important part is he gets the tank socks. So. Yeah, I gotta believe that. But I would think about Brandon Woodruff, and I would look at Sean Newcomb. But 
for me, it's Colin McHugh is, is the easy one there in that matchup. Uh, how about hitters, Matt? Who are you thinking? We already mentioned this, but Jared Eikhoff has. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta hitter that I'm most interested in, I think, is Matt Adams at 26% on for yep. He's cooled off a lot, but I don't know that he's cooled off enough that I don't want him against Jared Eikhoff. Yeah, yeah. accurate. Yeah. And the price is still not crazy. So. No. Yeah, I can see that. Next up, my B pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafael Montero gets Texas. I believe it's in New York. It'll be in New York, yeah. Montero is, in fact, right-handed. This year, he's got, like, a really rough split against right-handers. Yes. So, from the Texas lineup, I want a righty who matches on righties. Yes. I'm going to go with Carlos Gomez at 29%. Your thought process on this has been contagious straight to me. I picked this up from you, because that is my C pick. Are you sure? It's not my B pick. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a righty that struggles with righties versus a righty who excels against righties, and that's so, Carlos Gomez. Yeah, so. with an 8.35 OPS against right-handers, 13 of his 15 home runs. Yeah. Yeah, he's even running a lot. He's got 11 stolen bases this year. So. Yep. So, no, I, I think that's totally fine. I'm into Carlos Gomez right there for sure. I miss him in, in in Milwaukee. Remember when he was an Astro and was real bad for a while? Yes, remember when he was in Milwaukee and he was like getting into fights constantly? Yeah, he's. I went to go look at his splits. He's had a real long career through a lot of phases. Yeah, and we've had really people had. ask us. Our buddy Ronald Coley at Mirage Five was asking the other day about what stats you look at and how far you go back, you right. know, and what is it. And that's a really tough thing to answer because there's it was. no specific. No, I, I, yeah, I tried to give him like the best answer I could. But there's a lot of things that come into it because sometimes people like add a pitch or change an environment or whatever. Carlos Gomez has been about three different players, at least, yes. like, throughout his career. Like, yes. when he started, he was... My earliest Carlos Gomez memory was he was a prospect for the Mets, and they were like, we have a guy faster than Jose Reyes. And everyone was like, no way, because Jose Reyes is the fastest man back then. You know, and they're like, no, his name's Carlos Gomez. When he comes up, he can beat everybody in a race, like, totally. Mm. And, you know, he came up, and he was just a no-power couldn't even hit, but you knew he'd be like like a Gerard Dyson type, basically, you know. And then he had one year in Milwaukee where in the second half he was suddenly like, oh, I hit for power now. And he hit like 15 or 20 in the second half. And people drafting him next year had to decide if that was real. And then he went to Houston in that trade and forgot how to hit. And they joined the Rangers and remembered how to hit. I don't know. So the point is I like looked at his career splits and there's no real point because he's just been a bunch of different players, you know. It's weird to remember how long he's been around and yeah. all the different ways we've perceived him. So right now he is a righty who hits righties with his share of power and some speed still. So. Accurate. And lastly, my A pick again, Giovanni Gallardo going uh, pitching against the A's. He's a, yeah. a righty who also struggles against righties more often than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I'm looking for a right-hander in the uh, in the Oakland roster who. Does damage against righties, and I came up with Chad Pinder. Okay. I have never not really looked at Chad Pinder much yet, but I am fine with picking on Giovanni Gallardo, that's for sure. He strikes out a ton, but he also you know, he also hits for power. Yeah, those often go hand in hand. And he qualifies like all over. Oh, he no, he really strikes out, but even still, he uh, he qualifies all, all over the diamond. Mm-hmm. And you know, a couple numbers against righties, 831 OPS against, eight of his nine homers. This is the righty I'm looking for. He has uh, nine home runs and 158 at-bats. That'll play. He homered today, so it's 10 now. Uh, yeah, that'll be fine. That's enough power. You don't care how much he strikes out. Yeah. No. Okay, so for my hitters, I also had Carlos Gomez as my C pick. We spent time on him. My B pick, I see the Yankees getting Cesar Valdez in Toronto. Yikes. The cheap 
Pardon the traffic. That's not my train. That's just me living near a street now. Oh, Pardon wow. my traffic. Mm-hmm. The other, uh, the Yankee I like would be Clint Frazier is still under-owned. They're batting him like second a lot. He's 22% owned. He's right-handed, but he can handle a righty. I just, I don't believe in Cesar Valdez at all. So if I want a cheap Yankee, I think Clint Frazier can deliver. And then my A pick, I talked around him the other day. I made him like a B or C pick and he didn't get in. He's now my A pick now. Ben Revere gets Chris Tillman. Chris Tillman is still bad. Ben Revere is still running. He stole bases on August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. You know, he's kind of decided, oh, I run again now. So I'm going to go there with my A pick. He didn't do it this weekend, but he did, you know, last week. So... It's Chris Tillman. I think he can get on base against Chris Tillman and do fine. So I want Ben Revere there. I want some speed. And if you need speed in your league, I think that he might be able to help down the stretch. All right. Thursday the 10th. Last day we're going to look at this week. It's, uh, I'm going to put five names down. I think there's an obvious, eh, I think there's two obvious ones here. But Matt Janelson Lament goes to Cincinnati. He did handle the Pirates last time, but we've talked about how he's much better at home and he struggles with lefties. Even though the Reds don't have a bunch of lefties we can pick, there are lefties in that lineup like Joey Votto that are going to crush on him. I don't know. Uh, are you interested at all in Nelson Lament at Cincinnati? Uh, actually, my pick is the guy pitching opposite him. <laughs> Okay, you want Luis Castillo getting the Padres, huh? Yeah. I wrote him down, too. Talk me into it. He looks okay so far, man. Like, <laughs> last time out, he did six and a third, three earned against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are kind of tough, you know, so... Yeah, he's striking people out, and the ratios look okay. I'm, that's not my pick, but I am totally fine with it. I did well, write that. It, it, it is, it's a West Coast team playing on the East Coast. At, I think it's like 9.30 Pacific it's Coast time. It's what it time. shows me right now on my schedule, 9.35 a.m. So I want to get I'm, up and watch it. I'm hoping that, that you know the, the Padres, will be, you know, will, you know, their body clocks won't be adjusted to yeah. time. That is a thing we're thinking about, for sure. I think it's more of an NFL thing with the, with the East Coast teams going West. Mm-hmm. It is a thing that I... You know why not? You know if if yeah. I I think I've I've bet more with with less to go on than that. Yeah, they're playing in Cincinnati the night before, but that is an early morning. I'm sure they'll be all all goofed up. Yeah, so sure. I'm fine with that. How about our boy Vince Velasquez at home against the Mets? I want to believe in 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 Vince Velasquez, but I just don't right now. He was okay against Colorado last time in Coors. He wasn't lights out, but he didn't get blown up. And I think that's, you know, encouraging. To go and not get blown up is encouraging. Yay! I believe that's my pick, but I want to look at two others. Tyler Skaggs goes to Seattle. That's not a great matchup for him, right? Or not enough? No. No. Yeah. Give it a week and then we'll be picking it again. I'm thinking about him. You know, he had a good matchup. He didn't do well, but still interested. And then the only other one, Matt, your boy Zach Davies. He's at home against the Twins. He's just been on a hot stretch. He's been good. But he doesn't like pitching at Miller Park. So would you think about him here against the Twins? Zach Davies, no. He's at home. Is it because it's the Twins or because his ERA is over six at Miller Park? Because his ERA is over six at Miller Park. And I've, I, honestly, and I, I'm 90% sure I've watched every single one of those starts. It's been absolutely miserable, so no thank He's you. He's been great lately, though. If you were going to Minnesota, would you do it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I believe in those home road splits. It's been long enough. That's a thing. So I would think about it. He's been hot, but I'm going to go with Vince Velasquez. It's the Mets. It's the Mets. I'll just take Vince Velasquez. But thought about Davies. I like Luis Castillo. That's fine. Matt, hitters for Thursday. How are you thinking? Okay, my C pick. The Athletics are facing off against against the Orioles. They get Kevin Gausman. Yeah, he's been good lately. Has he? 
Yeah, he's been real good lately. He's well out of our able to to pick him. He, he's been picked up by everybody. But okay. he was so bad in the first half that the ratios look real bad. And yeah. they look terrible. That being said, he's he's in fact right-handed. I want a lefty, or in this case, mm-hmm. against a switch hitter. I'll, I'll toss Jed Lowry out there against him. I have no problem with that. I do like Jed Lowry. Should be able to handle himself. Nine of his ten home runs against righties. Eight oh five OPS against righties. He doesn't really run, but no, yeah. never really did. That no, much, never. But... He's not a runner. He's a solid player. That should be fine. He is. And then my uh, my B my my A and B picks mm-hmm. both get Kyle Gibson in Miller Park. You just want Kyle Gibson, absolutely. I looked yeah. at how to pick against him too. And th- there's not really you know I've got a lefty and a righty. If that tells you anything, Th- that doesn't matter. Just yeah, whoever. Pretty much my yeah the lefty I want my B pick is Eric Sogard at two percent owned. Mm-hmm. You know he's done damage. You know eight fourteen OPS against righties this year. Um, it's mostly all on base percentage four oh six OPP. Yeah, God. I have him as my B pick also, but I'm the reason he's not my A pick. He in July not that much time. He missed a bunch of time. Mm-hmm. He yeah, slugged one oh seven, hit one oh seven, one thirty eight OBP. Like it was a bad July for him. He hasn't done anything in August yet. He was on the DL for, for a couple weeks. Yeah. I want to see that he's better. Again, I picked him. He's my B pick. It's Kyle Gibson. If there's a cure for your funk, it's Kyle Gibson. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's not my A pick because of the hesitation. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm wanna, I want to see Eric Sogard get it back together. So but I believe enough. Kyle Gibson's new nickname is the Slump Buster. Is that what I'm hearing? <sighs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, how about your A pick, though? Who's the right-hander? You the right-hander is Jesus Aguilar. Yeah, it should be fine, right? Yeah, the the massive right-handed first baseman who has been sneaking in the lineup, you know, fairly, you know, fairly often for the Brewers so far this year. Eight thirty-one OPS against righties. Eight of his eleven homers doesn't he doesn't run at all. Mm-hmm. Don't expect him to because he that's not who he is. Doesn't get doesn't get on base nearly as much as you would like, but no. But he's given that power. I see eleven home runs and two hundred nine at bats. So that'll play. That's no joke. I'm into that. Yeah, a competent hitter that can do damage against uh, Kyle Gibson. Mm. Be fine. I had my C pick. I see Carlos Rodon on there. I'm sorry, Matt. I do like Carlos Rodon, but I think a matchup against Houston might go real bad for him. That's going to be kind of tough. Pretty much it for anybody. Yeah, so I wrote down Tyler White and Jake Marisnik again, getting a lefty as my C pick. They were they're worth a mention at the bottom of the list. They're the cheap ones. If you want to pick, you know, Jose Altuve or something, I think you can do that too. But for the purposes of our spreadsheet, all those cheap guys. My B pick is Eric Sogard. I'm worried, but it's Kyle Gibson. Mm-hmm. My A pick, though, Matt, I want to talk about Jose Martinez of the Cardinals. I think he had a grand slam on Sunday. He's just been on fire for the last month or so. He's their bench guy that they just keep kind of putting in the lineup because I don't know where these Cardinals guys come from, but he keeps hitting. Mm-hmm. He's a righty hitting righties, and he gets Jason Hamill, who is a righty who struggles with righties. Mm-hmm. So. I think that Jose Martinez is going to be just fine there. He's been hot, and he is, you know, 1% owned, and I don't know. Playing the hot hand here and mostly picking against him. But he has eight home runs and 147 at-bats is kind of the thing that sticks out to me, too. And, yeah, he's right-handed, and Hamill hates that. So digging a little deep here on the Cardinals so that I can pick on Jason Hamill. Okay, uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get rolling out of here? You no, know, I got to roll out of here and go grill something up, so. Yeah, okay, we're going to get moving. We do want to say our next show will be on Friday as normal, but because of some scheduling stuff, we're going to cover four games on that day. So the next show after that will come on Tuesday instead of Monday. So we're not skipping any days, it's just one show is going to come out a day later. It'll be fine, you'll be fine. So we'll mention that again on Friday. 
but heads up on that. Uh, that should do it for us, though, for this week. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. Matt, you got any tweets about your uh, water bill? No. Nobody wanted to talk water bill with you. I really thought people would bite on that. I thought no, that would be just no, I... like hashtag Matt's water bill would be trending the next day is what I thought we'd wake up to. But yeah, no. That's not going to happen. No. Yeah. Um, no, no <laughs> I, I actually, I don't tell the wife. I still have to call them. I haven't done that yet. Oh, man. You got to figure that I out. I, I need the results there because you're going to come back either pleased that you called or real angry about something. I'll I'm be fine out. either way, but I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was actually afraid you were going to ask about that. Oh, sorry. I don't have to. If it's a sensitive subject, I can. Not no, I just because I I don't have an answer yet for you. And I I I need, <laughs> I need I, no. It's like been on, it's like on my to do list. Like don't worry about it. It'll get done. But good. We'll get that update maybe in the next show. But anyway, that'll do it. Format. I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.